man says it's the end of time And the Mississippi River, she's a gold grind Is up and the stock market's down And you're only getting mugged if you go downtown I live back in the woods, you see A woman and the kids and the dogs and me I got a shotgun, a rifle and a four-wheel drive okay, And a country boy can survive Country folks can survive I can plow a field all day long I can catch catfish from dusk till dawn We make our own whiskey and our own smoke too Ain't too many things these old boys can't do And homemade wine And country boy can survive Country folks can survive Because you can't starve us out And you can't make us run No, you can't make us run Hey, hello to all you patriots out there This is your Trump Phenomenon radio show host James Kelso on Thursday, May 4th, 2023, our live show, 9 to 10 p.m., Monday through Friday, and here we go. You're welcome to call in at our... at our traditional number... 512, that's in Round Rock, Texas, 248-8252. That'll get you into the switchboard, and uh, your call will be routed up to me here in faraway North Dakota, and we'll get you on the air. Uh, let me start with just a, uh, a correction of previous announcements on this show. I mentioned that Donald Trump will be ap- appearing in Des Moines, Iowa, and he will. And I mentioned that he'll be on a uh, a CNN uh, show where he'll be he'll take questions from the audience, and uh, he will be there. But I got the date wrong. I, I misfired by one week. It's May tenth that he will be at St. Anselm College in New Hampshire. And so anybody that gets to go to that, lucky you. And then three days later on Saturday, that's a Wednesday, three days later on Saturday on May 13th, Donald Trump will be in Des Moines, Iowa for a Trump rally. And that's almost almost within range of where I am in North Dakota up on the Canadian border but not not quite so I won't be there the uh, let's take a look 
at what Donald Trump is writing tonight at truthsocial.com. And the, uh, the brightest news for me in reading through that material is that as I announced a few days ago, I think the greatest political pairing anywhere is Donald Trump paired with Stephen Kevin Bannon, those two together, those two together. Robert E. Lee and Stonewall Jackson, or any other pairing you can come up with, a great pair. And they're back together. The team is back together. They, they were apart too long. Uh, obviously, both, uh, you know, pile driving away at the Patriot cause, but not as a team. Uh, the team got broken up back in uh, 2017, 2018, uh, by perfidious enemies of our people who tried to drive these two men apart. They succeeded, but they're back together. And I'll offer you evidence of this in just a moment. And the uh, that's, that's the best news for me today. To see these two reading from the same, well, in formation together. All right, let's go back. Let's go over here to Truth Social. And uh, let me just hit refresh because it's, uh, well, let's just go right to this post here that the president posted an hour ago. Uh, there's a picture here of Ron DeSantis uh, standing uh in front of a microphone during his appearance in Israel on his whirlwind world tour that he <laughs> that he launched last week and he was a total flop he appeared in Japan total flop in South Korea fell on his face Jerusalem terrible and then he ended up uh maybe the worst of all in london and donald trump puts he's got this picture of DeSantis, and then he links it to an article uh surprisingly in newsweek magazine very unusual and i saw steve bannon interviewing uh one of the top editors at newsweek who actually looks like a pretty good journalist and was reporting what a fiasco that four country world tour was. But here's the, the, the president reports this article. Steve Bannon, here's the title. Steve Bannon says Ron DeSantis's world tour was humiliating, in quotes, for him. We'll read the article here. And okay, what's so what's what's the big deal here, Kelso? The big deal is that Donald Trump is linking to Steve Bannon, and he's reading Bannon. He's listening to Bannon. He's being interviewed, as he was last week, 
in person at Mar-a-Lago by Steve Bannon. So what's the summary of that? The executive summary, the team is back together. And that is huge. So here we go. I'm going over. I'm at Newsweek. Oh, here, let's listen to Steve Bannon, I think. Can we get him to, can we get his voice here? Maybe we can. Maybe, let's see, I have to turn it up. Where's his volume? There's his volume. I'll turn his volume up. Hang on, I don't want to blow your, blow your speakers up across the room. Let's see if I can get this at all. Okay, let's just see what happens here. Is anything going to happen? You know, it's interesting. Some of these biggest websites, are, well, they're not big, that big anymore. But these legacy uh, websites of the media actually are pretty crappy. They don't work well at all. So this is terrible. I'm not getting, I, I can't get this to play. Okay, let me just uh, call it quits on that. All right, Steve Bannon, I'll just read the text at Newsweek. Steve Bannon has described Ron DeSantis' recent world tour, which saw the Florida governor visit staunch U.S. allies, Israel, Japan, South Korea, and Britain, as, quote, humiliating, unquote. Trump's former White House chief strategist, and I would insert in there, Trump's former and future White House chief strategist made the comment during a monologue on his War Room podcast, which was broadcast on right-wing network, Real America's Voice. Good. We got all the spelling correct there. DeSantis is widely believed to be weighing up a possible 2024 presidential bid, with polling indicating he is the second most popular choice with Republican voters after Donald Trump. It is common for perspective, and, I mean, come on, it's prospective, not perspective. Isn't that amazing? This is on Newsweek, can't spell English. This is how far they've descended into the pit. Listen to that. It is common for perspective presidential candidates to embark on trips abroad. This is in the third paragraph of a lead story on Newsweek. And they don't know the difference between perspective, which you study in art school, and prospective, which is the word they meant. This, uh, this is illiterate. In a bid to garnish their foreign policy credentials. Okay, now... I'm sorry, folks. I'm reading this for the first time. I'm still in the same sentence, and they still can't write or speak English. They don't mean garnish, which is a culinary term of art. They meant burnish. (laughs) And at this level... Like Newsweek, you don't just whip out a report, like if you're a reporter, and whip out a report, and then it goes on goes online and it gets printed in the magazine. No, no, it gets reviewed multiple times by proofreaders 
fact checkers. But notice, it made it through that entire gauntlet of people checking the writing. They didn't pick up that perspective is not prospective. They didn't pick up that you don't you don't garnish your foreign policy credentials. You don't eat them. You don't serve them as hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> you burnish them, which means you to polish them up. This is unbelievable. All right, let's, <laughs> that's two major errors in one sentence. All right, and they're they're they're, I mean, they're meaningful errors. They're not typos. They're the wrong word, the wrong meaning, everything. Okay. Uh, addressing DeSantis, Bannon commented, quote, they sent you on what was a humiliating tour of the world, South Korea, Japan, Israel. Then this humiliation in England, where the prime minister would not meet with you. I didn't know that. Okay. Uh, and who's the prime minister? He's that guy from Pakistan. Uh, what's his name? Uh, a Pakistani. May have been born in England. I don't know. But uh, uh, it'll come to me in a moment. These are so forgettable. These, these so-called major figures on the world stage are Lilliputians. You know, so, so this guy is from England. He's the prime minister of England. He he's, belongs in Pakistan. What's going on? And, and he's over in Ukraine trying to start World War III. I mean, are we living in, in clown world? It would not meet with you. But, but even that idiot wouldn't meet with this other idiot, Ron DeSantis. And then, and then uh, Bannon writes, and you have this meeting with the top people in the financial community and the top corporations in London, what's called the city of London. It was humiliating. The political story was a humiliation to you. You're just not ready for the scale you need to be ready. Uh, then that's the end of that quote. The article continues. During his trip to the UK, DeSantis didn't meet with British Prime Minister, oh, here it is, Rishi Sunak. Rishi Sunak. Have we come to this where I have to, you know, I actually took Sanskrit in college. That's not what they speak in Pakistan, but uh, has it come to this that we have to learn weird alien names that are the names of our supposedly our leaders, like this one, Nikki Haley? I have mastered one of them. It'll come to me in just a second. Let's just test my brain power here. Nikki Haley. Okay, her actual uh, Sikh name from India is... Let me just relax my mind, empty my mind, and the name will float into me. Nikki, 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 like Rishi, Nikki Haley. Her actual name is, hang on, I'm going to get to it. It's going to come to me. Ah, oh, oh, it vanished, it vanished. Okay, we'll have to wait for it to come back. But you see, we shouldn't have to do this to remember the names of our own leaders you know, like Donald Trump, Trump, Donald. These these are our these are our names. All right. 
uh, DeSantis also met with leading figures in the British business community, though according to Politico, several were damning of the Florida Republicans' performance, describing him as low wattage and horrendous, with one commenting, there wasn't any stardust. You know, this is appearing in Newsweek. In Israel, DeSantis claimed he had worked to cajole, his word, Trump to move the U.S. Embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem, which his administration announced in October 2018. That's what the Trump administration announced. DeSantis had nothing, nothing, nothing to do with that. So now he's on the same frequency as Biden. Who He's hallucinating. He's uh, just fabricating things that didn't occur. The, the comment sparked a furious, furious response from Trump, who hit back on his Truth Social website. Trump said, De Sanctimonious had nothing to do with Israel or the moving of the U.S. Embassy to Jerusalem, which, by the way, was a brilliant, brilliant presidential move by Donald Trump. Uh, the president continues, never so much as mentioned it to me. It was the last thing on his mind. De Sanctus, and he goes from De Sanctimonious now to De Sanctus, wasn't even governor yet. It was December 6, 2017, and I barely knew him. He has turned out to be a total flame out. He comes up with these great descriptive words, a flame out. This is the kind of disinformation I thought only the Democrats would put out. No wonder DeSantis is dropping like a rock in the polls. Terrible. Unquote. That's the end of that. And then, uh, let's see. I'll skip all this other stuff here. There's just a little bit more in the article here. But the important thing is the president linked here to an article. Uh, and it's written by James, if you want to know who the illiterate person who wrote the articles, is James Bickerton, but I don't know, maybe he's a good guy. He's putting out an article that has some important good truth in it, so I don't want to fault James Bickerton for his uh, restricted vocabulary. After all, they're not teaching Shakespeare in college anymore. They're not teaching cursive handwriting. I mean, you know, the kids are being cheated. So they turn out this way. Uh, okay, let's go back to back to the president here. Uh, now, here's what Steve Bannon posted at, let's see, maybe Politico. He said Trump won. Now, but now, what's important here? Here's a big picture of Steve Bannon uh, retruthed or, you know, like tweeted, retweeted by Donald Trump on Truth Social. I'll come back to this. I'll read it to you. But uh, this is my theme for tonight. The team, the team is back together. Garrig and Ruth are in the lineup together. We'll be right back.
you truly want to stay out of the system? Are you prepared to buy into the biggest scam since the Iraqi dinar? If not, then put your money where it belongs, in your possession, not in the hands of an international MLM cartel. At Kettle Moraine Limited, we will provide you with the finest Swiss-minted detachable gram sheets of pure 24-karat gold for hundreds of dollars less than the so-called privately issued credit cards with elusive gold backing. Gold backing? The only gold that I want is in my back pocket, not backed by promises of an operation even the U.S. Chamber of Commerce is suspect of, giving a rating of C-. To get the full story, visit SierraMadrePreciousMetals.com and go to the Valcombi Bullion Vault. Once you have read the whole story about the scam being perpetrated on an unsuspecting public and how you can avoid being a victim by purchasing these beautiful, barterable, tradable sheets of gold at tremendous savings and in the strictest of privacy, be prepared to take the steps to protect your wealth with the purchase of the real deal. Detachable 50-gram gold bars from Kettle Moraine Limited by calling 602-799-8214. Ask about our one-ounce Valcombi detachable bars, which break into one-tenth ounce bars. And don't forget, for all of your precious metal needs, whether buying or having the need to sell, call Kettle Moraine Limited. Remember, no dinar, no celery, and no carrots. If you buy from someone else... Tell them you want AU, not BS. Call Kettle Moraine LTD today at 602-799-8214. Kettle Moraine LTD, 602-799-8214. Here at Republic Broadcasting Network, we have been building our online store. Well, we have been focusing on bringing you the best talk show host in the country. Here at Republic Broadcasting Network, We also want our listeners to have products they can use every day and in times of emergency. We have added new products each week to our store. Your support of this network, plus products at the best prices, is a win-win situation. Check out our new store. Go to our website, republicbroadcasting.org, and click on the online store located at the top of our website. Together, we can continue to grow RBN and help our listeners prepare for the future. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on our online store or call us. 800-724-2719, extension 3. 800-724-2719, extension 3. Folks, and the uh, let me get my board up here so I can see you folks out there. Oh, yes, my engineer Mike helped me out here. Ah, I, I was so proud that I wasn't forgetting that name, <laughs> Nikki Haley, her Sikh name, uh, and no disrespect meant uh, the Nimrata Randawa. That's. I, I was made to think of that simply by the 
the British having to deal with this guy, Sunak, Rishi, <laughs> Rishi Sunak. You know, and, and this is, by the way, this is cultural appropriation here. You know, when you have to start speaking, uh, you know, pronouncing uh, alien names, uh, identifying alien faces, and you're being, uh, you are being co-opted. Your culture is being stripped away from you. No, you should be, to preserve your civilization, you have to be inside of your civilization. And uh, Nimrata Randawa's Sikh culture and civilization is uh, a great one. And I don't know why her parents decided to give up on their Sikh civilization and seek our civilization. But that's not really a, that's not really cool to do that. Uh, we, uh, you and I should not be uh, get all hot and bothered about going over to a Sikh, Sikh city and inserting ourselves into the Sikh city and raising our children in that Sikh city and then taking a Sikh name and uh, then running for president. Well, whatever the top figure is in Pakistan, well, no, in India, among the Sikhs in India, running for prime minister of India. We shouldn't do that. That's not polite. That's not okay. That's not cool. That's cultural theft. All the cultures of the world, you have your own culture, you have your own people. Uh, build them up. Stay where you are. Stay where you were born. Uh, stay in the land of your forefathers. Well, anyway, here we have. So the team is back together. Staying in the land of their forefathers, Stephen Bannon and Donald Trump, and I, I refer to them as Murderers Row. Now, does that reference ring a bell to any of you? The uh, let's go over here. I'm going to educate myself a little more, a little more fully on Murderers Row. It's the 1927 New York Yankees, and I mentioned which one is Ruth and which one is Garrick between Bannon and Trump. That's an interesting question. <laughs> it's hard to decide who is the greater ball player and the greater man. But, uh, and uh, Garrick, I think, was born within blocks of where I was born. Not that that makes any connection, but I believe Garrick was born in Germantown, Manhattan, which is just behind the Flower Fifth Avenue Hospital where I was born on Fifth Avenue is just on the edge of Germantown. Interesting. Uh, I think. Murderers Row were the baseball teams of the New York Yankees in the late 1920s, widely considered some of the best teams in history. And the nickname is in particular describing the first six hitters in the 1927 lineup, Earl Combs, Mark Koenig, Babe Ruth, Lou Gehrig, Bob Musil, and Tony Lazeri. All of these guys could rip the, rip the hide off of a baseball. And nobody, no pitcher, no pitcher wanted to face them. If you walk 
Ruth, who wants to pitch to Ruth? Yeah, but if you don't pitch to him, you get Lou Gehrig. <laughs> you do just as much damage. Or Bob Musil. Walk Gehrig, now he'll hit them both in. So uh, Bob Musil's a guy who season after se- season hit over 300 and hit uh, large numbers of home runs. Anyway, so uh, is is uh, let's just let's just go with this. Donald Trump is Babe Ruth, and Steve Bannon is Lou Gehrig. And I think they would both be pleased with that with that portrayal. All righty, let's go back to. Uh, so here's Steve Bannon writing today. He says Trump won, but here this is Trump quoting Bannon. Trump won the 2020 election, full stop. MAGA knows this. The vast majority of Republican voters know this. Now, National Review, you can all boo right now. We'll take a break. I think I hear a break coming. There it is. There it is. We'll come back to the magazine we all love to hate, National Review, in just a moment. Best of the free life is still yet to come. The good times ain't over for good. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. Have you been looking for a trusted long-term storable food company? We have a solution for you. Simply Clean Foods is dedicated to providing the best quality food you can buy next to fresh from a farmer's market. Our line of resealable fruits, vegetables, and meats are suitable for everyday use, and you won't have to worry about throwing away valuable groceries ever again. Our food is completely GMO-free, and our stringent quality controls, plus testing for heavy metals, makes us unique in the storable foods market. Simply Clean Foods' primary focus is to bring clean food to people all around the world and change the way we look at freeze-dried food in our daily cooking. When you purchase from Simply Clean Foods, not only will you be receiving high-quality food, but you will also be supporting veterans in need across the country and those who are affected by natural disasters. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on Long-Term Food Storage in the Rotating Sponsors banners to support RBN. Simply Clean Foods. Do it today. Hello, I'm Dr. Leonard Horowitz. I was right 30 years ago in warning the world about threatening lab virus outbreaks, AIDS, and Ebola. 
I was right 20 years ago when FBI Director Robert Mueller made me a suspect in the anthrax mailings because I warned the Bureau before the CIA's biocrime and Cipro sales psyops happened. I was right about COVID-19 being an AIDS-laced mutagen plan to resurge this fall to excuse officials' profitable depopulation globalization agendas. And I was right about the only safeguards being antioxidants and holy spiritual sustenance. Vitamin C, D, zinc, chlorophyll, oxygen, and oxysilver especially transmits the frequency resonance to neutralize the expanded function bioweapon. Oxysilver is a double superconductor of the healing power of love. It is the first nutraceutical invented to amplify prayer power and the faithful loving intention of your heart. Buy, try, and stockpile oxysilver through HealthyWorldStore.com. Some folks call me a rambling man I do a lot of thumbing and kicking cans And it wouldn't do an ounce of good to call my name Cause daddy's name wasn't Willie Woodrow And I wasn't born and raised in no ghetto Just a white boy white looking boy for a place to do my thing Hey, well, we're back folks And uh, you know, I'll tell you what You want to hear a white boy who found a place to do his thing well, uh, I think I said he was born in Germantown, Manhattan, and I think actually the correct uh, moniker is Little Germany. Uh, Lou Gehrig's born in Little Germany, a few blocks from where <laughs> where I happen to be born. But uh, you know, and I I'd forgotten this. Lou Gehrig died at the age of thirty-seven. My gosh, my gosh, and he died of. He's such a great man in American history. He died of Lou Gehrig's disease. Now, I've, let me see if I can remember from the depths of my mind what that stands for. It's ALS, I believe, which is amyotropic lateral sclerosis. Now, if that's correct, I'll tell you what. Part of my brain is still working. Amyotropic lateral sclerosis. But they renamed it Lou Gehrig's disease in honor of this incredible man. Now, listen to him. He had to leave baseball. I mean, amyotrophic lateral sclerosis destroys the, I believe it destroys the, uh, the um, surface, the membrane on your nerves and destroys everything. You can't, your, 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 your entire nervous system is basically dissolved and it's fatal and it's horrible. Uh, but, uh, Lou Gehrig, and I think when after Lou Gehrig died, they looked at his hands, the, the, the courage of this man, the toughness. Doctors looked at his hands and found dozens of fractures in the, fit, the bones of his fingers. He had fractured his hands dozens and dozens of times, smashing the ball, catching the ball. And by the way, look at the baseball. Look, I remember the baseball glove that I inherited from my dad when I was, or that my dad handed to me when I was a little boy. Baseball gloves were pathetic in the early years. They didn't protect your hand much at all. And uh, it was like putting a kitchen, a kitchen um, uh, oven mitt on. Uh, but now listen to him. The fans in New York City, and by the way, New York City back then wasn't the New York City of today. New York City was a great American city. 
And in Yankee Stadium, they put on a tribute for Lou Gehrig, and, it, and he, he stepped to the microphone to give his farewell to all of his millions of fans, Americans, who loved the American pastime, which was baseball back then. In Yankee Stadium, touched to tears by the tribute, Gary made his last public appearance. For the past two weeks, you've been reading about a bad break. Today, I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. Now, you can hear that echo throughout Yankee Stadium in that, you know, kind of primitive PA system. It's packed. It's a huge stadium. When you look around, wouldn't you consider it a privilege to associate yourself with such a fine-looking man as a standing in uniform in this ballpark today? That I might have been given a bad break, but I've got an awful lot to live for. Thank you. Wow. Wow. Now, on, on the video there, it says July 4th, 1939. Ah, that was another America. All right, let's go back to Babe Ruth, Donald Trump, <laughs> Lou Gehrig, Steve Bannon. <clears throat> uh, the majority of Republican voters know this. Now, National Review, boo, desperately tries to have Trump's opponents turn it into a weakness. Never Trumpers never learn. Nice. Uh, Trump's election. Well, here's a headline. Okay, so let's go down here. Well, he linked to an article. Let's just go over to it. This is the president linking to it, so it's worth worth taking a look. Uh, and this is uh, Rich Lowry at Politico writing, Trump's election denialism is already winning. So this is President Boomerang. Everything they throw at Trump uh, comes back and hits them right in the kisser uh, harder than they threw it. And uh, Donald Trump has found a workaround by denying by denying he was defeated in 2020. Can you imagine that? <laughs> denying he was defeated in 2020. This effort, and this is the amazement of the, these people on the left, this effort has been overwhelmingly successful among its target audience of Republican voters and has tilted the playing field of the 2024 nomination battle in his favor. Trump has made himself the incumbent in exile, the sitting president in the hearts and minds of his supporters, the martyr of shadowy forces, so shadowy in fact that they can't be readily identified. He's trying to be funny. Rich Lowry is, you know. Like, oh. <laughs> it's funnier than you think, Rich Lowry. And the true heir chiseled 
out of his rightful throne by an unscrupulous pretender. See, now Lowry is trying to engage in uh, flowery language, the flowery Lowry, and uh, to impress us with his vocabulary. Maybe he knows the difference between uh, perspective and prospective and the difference difference between garnish and burnish. Maybe he's read some more books. This creates a terrible dilemma for Trump's opponents. How do you run against a defeated president without noting the highly relevant fact that he was <clears throat> defeated? <laughs> they don't know what to do with this. In other words, the president is boomerang the whole thing. Fantastic. Uh, and then he goes into the polls, which show Trump just destroying everybody who's running against him. And now, there was a great post today. If I don't come across it here as I scroll down Truth Social, uh, a great post by Steve Bannon. Let's see if we can find it. Let's see if I can actually find the post by Bannon. He says this. He says, uh, Trump methodically destroying DeSantis' campaign Biggest sign of rookie mistake, sending the Florida governor on an absurd five-day trip around the world, one that showed DeSantis is not ready for the big stage. Okay, now here's here's the post I was looking for. Steve Bannon, quoted by Donald Trump today. Bannon says, and I love the way President Trump posts these posts. He doesn't put it in, like, you know, a nine-point font or something, you know, like <laughs> it's 20-point, 30-point font, huge. And it's all over your screen. I love that. Uh, uh, Donald Trump goes big. He goes huge. So he, he, he puts up this post by Bannon. Ten Republican primary debates is ridiculous. President Trump should not agree to participate in any Yes. Now, when the president quotes Steve Bannon giving that advice, what just happened, ladies and gentlemen? Do you think maybe Donald Trump agreed and listened to that excellent advice? And do you think maybe Donald Trump is going to tell, tell uh, Rona, Rona Romney, uh, I forgot her last name, Big something. <laughs> Do you think he's going to tell her to take a hike? That is ridiculous. Uh, is it Rona McDaniel? T uh, ten Republican. Do you see what a what the RNC, which Rona Romney McDaniel heads? Do you see what these rhinos are doing? For the president to go out and debate, in quotes, uh, in ironic quotes, to debate, you know, a, half a dozen, or maybe, maybe there'll be ten by then, Lilliputian opponents, nobodies, zeros, ten times go back out to, that would be like Garrick and Babe Ruth. 
going out and playing in the Little League, the Little League World Championship. It would be like abuse. <laughs> so, do you think the president's going to tell Rona, Romney, McDaniel to uh, shove it? I think he is. I think he says, he's going to say, Rona, you and your RNC, that supposedly you think you run the Republican Party, well, guess what? You can have your stupid debate all by your very lonesome selves. And nobody is going to be watching except, I think I would watch as a comedy, for the comedy value, I would watch it. <laughs> but nobody's going to... It's wonderful. I love it. I'll bet you it's going to happen. Now, I don't know when the debates start. I should have looked that up before the show began here. When do these Republican debates officially commence? That Rona, oh, and, and get this. We learned this in a previous post. The president said, hey, nobody called me. Nobody asked me. Rona Romney McDaniel didn't call me to check with me. Who am I? I'm just, uh, uh, I'm not Rona Romney Romney, emphasize that, Romney McDaniel, she always has to have that in her name. You know, you always have to make sure you mention that her maiden name is Romney. Uh, uh, I'm just Donald Trump. I'm just, you know, the founder of the MAGA movement. I'm just the guy with, uh, you know, 100 million supporters. And who are you? Well, she thinks she's hot stuff. She scheduled these debates she organized and set up the structure. She dictated what these debates would be without consulting Donald Trump. Do you need to know anything more about the RNC or about Rona Romney McDaniel? No, you don't. That is sabotage. That is rhinoism. That is America last. That is anti-MAGA. Anti-American. Anti-Trump, never Trump. Wow. Thanks for letting us know, Rana. You know, she could have, she could have, she had to do that. Listen, this, this is the, the, the good news about the terrible things that these pe- people do, is that when they do these terrible things, they expose themselves right in front of us. And you just can't forget what you had to look at. It doesn't go away. You can never dispel that impression. <laughs> so <laughs> remember, remember that about Rona Romney McDaniel. And uh, so now here's a little headline that I this is just a little an interesting sidelight about this. In, you know, people were calling the show yesterday. They're talking, want, worrying about the president's health, worrying about his energy. And please, I'm assuring you, this man is. Uh, he belongs at Murderer's Row. You know, Babe Ruth had a little bit of a of a a little bit of a tummy. <laughs> Nobody needed to worry about him uh, at at the plate. They needed to worry about getting uh, you know getting hit by a line drive. <laughs> so here's a, a so this man of in of uh, boundless energy. President Trump, this is a headline. Now, it's posted by the president, though. The president put this up. So he wants you to know this about himself. 
the president arrives in Scotland, where his mother was born. Uh, uh, McLeod, his mother's maiden name is the Scottish name, McLeod, M-C, capital L-E-O-D. That's as Scottish as you can get. In fact, his mother's uh, native language from birth in her childhood in the cradle wasn't English. It was Gaelic. Oh, my goodness. What a, what a story. He grew up with a mother who started with Gaelic. His mother, MacLeod. So President Trump arrives in Scotland, greeted in a royal manner. Uh, and let's go to the article here, which is at one of my favorite websites. I can't say enough good things about thegatewaypundit.com. You've got to include the article, thegatewaypundit.com. And uh, let's see what they say. Where did it go? Uh, I clicked on that link. Where did it go? There it is. Okay, here it is. President Trump has just touched down in Scotland, where he is set to I, I, I identify with that hugely because my name, Kelso, is... 100% Scottish. It is very Scottish. Touchdown in Scotland, where he is set to open up a new golf course at the Meany, or Many, estate near the city of Aberdeen. Trump arrived in Scotland around 11.30 a.m. This is in the last couple of days, and was greeted in a royal manner by several bagpipers. According to CBS, after walking down the red carpet, President Trump shared, it's great to be home before he entered his vehicle. Okay, let's listen. That's a way to get off a plane. Oh, and he's getting off of Trump one. Oh my gosh, what a... And here they are, they're going down the highway. Oh, in the countryside of, of Scotland. Oh, 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 the, the native turf. Oh, this is beautiful. Let me see if I if there's any other uh, audio here. They're just going down the highway. They're getting to his new golf course in Aberdeen. And when he gets out of his car there, fireworks. This man knows how to do it. More bagpipes. Okay, all right. Trump does it huge. And uh, uh, let's see if there's more about it. Trump's mother, Mary, okay, there's some more in the article here. I'm reading this for the first time with you. Trump's mother, Mary McLeod, was born on the Isle of Lewis, which is the largest island in the Outer Hebrides in Scotland. That's the off the northwest coast there of Scotland. Uh and then Trump writes this on Truth Social. We'll be leaving for Scotland and Ireland soon in order to see and inspect my great properties there. 
The golf courses and hotels are among the greatest in the world. Turnberry and Aberdeen in Scotland and Doonbeg in Ireland. We'll be meeting with many wonderful friends and cutting a ribbon for a new and spectacular second course in Aberdeen. Very exciting, despite the fact that it is Make America Great Again that is on my mind. In fact, America will be greater than ever before. Nice. Uh, now, and, and by the way, to all of you concerned about his health, here's what the uh, article says. Pictures of Donald Trump exiting the plane reveal he is in great shape and completely energized for his 2024 campaign. Trump's visit to Scotland is his first time visiting the second largest country in the United Kingdom since 2018. And that's the end of that article. That was a beauty. That was excellent. And some great bagpiping there. Uh, let's go back to the uh, back to the president's uh, uh, <laughs> he puts up there's, there's an image of a uh, a reporter asked Ron De Sanctimonious what his comment is about his plunging poll numbers. And De Sanctimonious, well, here's what he says. It's gone viral on Twitter. He shakes his head in such a weird way. It, you, you think it's like done with uh, photo editing or video edit. It's not. He's shaking his head back and forth like a bobble doll. He's actually acting like a bobble doll. He can't handle the question. How do you feel about your plunging numbers? He's standing there with his wife, who looks equally nonplussed by the question. Uh, let's see. And then here's a headline. Uh, the, pres the president puts it up. That's why I, I consider it worthy material, because it's put up by the president. He says, CNN says Trump will participate in a CNN town hall. That was the word I was looking for, town hall. Next week, that'll be Wednesday marking his first appearance on the news network in years. And that should be something. I love how Donald Trump strides right into the lion's den. Just strides right in. <laughs> uh, wonderful. Uh, this will be at St. Anselm College in New Hampshire, and I don't know where St. Anselm College is, but New Hampshire is small enough that Wherever it is, just drive to New Hampshire and then you can find it. Uh, and uh, uh, some very some endorsements here for the president. And uh, oh, okay, here we go. This might be a good closer here. Let's see what, how we doing on time. Yeah, we're we're out of time. Here's the closer. Truth Social uh, soars to its best month ever. As lawmakers question SEC behavior in merger review, the SEC, the Biden communist SEC, has been hanging up an expansion of Truth Social for like more than a year. And to prevent the growth of Truth Social, I mean, this is all Bolshevik. <laughs> this is shameless Bolshevism. And the uh, 
Let me open this up again here. We're going to run out of time. Here we go. Uh, this will just close with this if I can get this to open. And and it didn't open for me. So, but let's go back to. Uh, let's see what else the president. I'm finding another closer. Uh, the president talking about Tucker Carlson and we. You know, we have no. I have no Tucker Carlson news tonight. What is Tucker doing? This is. I mean, everyone's on the edge of their chairs. What is Tucker Carlson going to do? Where is he going to appear? This is the billion dollar baby, Tucker Carlson. And uh, remember the thought, the possibility. Tucker Carlson, President Trump, if you're listening, consider it, consider the possibility for VP Tucker Carlson, which would set him right up for the presidency in 2028. And I would be, I would love to have Tucker Carlson as my president in 2028. Uh, in fact, Tucker Carlson, to hark back to the start of the show, Tucker Carlson fits right in there in Murderer's Row. 1927 Yankees, Babe Ruth, Trump, Lou Gehrig, Bannon. Now, that's that's batter number three and batter number four. And uh, who who's the third best batter in Murderer's Row? That's Tucker Carlson. Uh, all righty. We're going to pretty much run out of time here. Uh, as the music approaches, and uh, thank you all for joining in tonight. I'll see you again tomorrow night, Friday night. We'll see what excitement ensues here in the intervening 24 hours. The news cycle, everything's going so fast now, you've got to have an hourly update. See you tomorrow night. So long for now. American Freedom News is your daily website that will keep you fully informed on what both the good guys and bad guys are doing in the information war in which we are all engaged. Fed up with the lies of the fake news media and the censorship of big tech giants? American Freedom News is the solution as we provide truth and knowledge on all the vital issues of the day. American Freedom News believes in America first. The establishment wants us split into numerous hostile groups rather than uniting in a common cause against the corrupt oligarchy that is plundering America and the world. Many more Americans are waking up and realizing they are the victims of the ongoing Great Replacement and Great Reset. But the malevolent forces trying to systematically destroy America can and will be defeated. Be fully informed by reading American Freedom News, the best news and information site on the Internet. Go to AmericanFreedomNews.us and find out for yourself. That's AmericanFreedomNews.us. 
handle the truth. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit republicbroadcasting.org today because you can handle the truth.